and Mars Notebook for August 24th, Dog Days of Podcasting 2021. So Toastmasters, uh, yes, Craig, it is a great place to practice your public speaking skills. And and yeah, for me, I started that back in 2008, 2009. I know I've been in the program for, oh, geez, how many years is it now? A dozen plus years. <clears throat> and little tidbits of trivia about it. Um, the founder's name is Ralph Smedley. He was an engineer. <laughs> it's surprising, I guess, or not so surprising to find out that, yeah, a lot of engineers need help with uh, public speaking and just speaking in general communication. And when you look at it from that point, it's not so surprising that one engineer would start the program to help other engineers. And way back when this started, close to 100 years ago now, it uh, was in the basement of a YMCA, and the whole principles behind Toastmasters are members helping members, and it's not it's not a payback kind of an organization. It's a pay forward, where whatever you learn in Toastmasters, you're kind of expected to help mentor and help the next generation of, of uh, Toastmasters develop their skills. So a lot of this, actually all of the all Toastmaster members are volunteers. Every officer in the elected position is a volunteer, even though they do have some paid staff at headquarters to do administration and and the nuts and bolts of running an organization. But none of the real decision-making is by the paid staff, really. It's all by volunteers. And oddly enough, I've found... Uh, Toastmasters in general skews towards the older generation. It's kind of rare to find anyone under the age of 30 in Toastmasters for whatever reason. And most of it comes down to the fact that Toastmasters does not really uh, spend much in advertising. So it, it relies heavily on word of mouth to get uh, membership and to build its ranks. And unfortunately, that tends to skew towards the older crowd just because word of mouth is not really something that is done by younger crowds, at least not until they reach a certain age. So it's kind of common to see people 30s, 40s, 50s joining Toastmasters for the first time, and one of the first things they say once they get into it is, why didn't I start this 10 years younger, uh, 10 years ago? And I remember coming to that conclusion too myself. It's one of the one of the things that a lot of Toastmasters uh, come to the realization that they could have been doing this so much sooner because once you get into it, it's a very easy system to adapt to. It's all self-based training. All of the all of the training is well, nowadays it's all online and there's digital forms of it, but the actual practice that will help you build your skills is all done in a should have been a live environment now with COVID it's kind of a virtual environment and it's one of the things about the current program when you're doing it over a zoom call that you are really going to be missing out is how uh, learning to handle yourself in front of a live audience uh, zoom is still not quite as uh you know, it's not as nerve-wracking as it is when you're standing up in front of a bunch of strangers and for me, when I joined, it was one of the things I really needed help with. And now that I'm looking at it through the lens of 10 years, 10 plus years of Toastmasters, I'm not sure if I would 
get as much out of it over Zoom as I did when it was a live, live uh, function. But anyway, I do encourage you to try it if you, if you feel you need to work on your public speaking. And I, ah, man, I hope I didn't. I was really not trying to make this into a five-minute ad for Toastmasters, but uh, there you have it for today. So I'll talk to you tomorrow.